We only got one life, so it's time to live it for. I don't hesitate, I embrace every day. Cause we only got one life, so it's time to live it for. It's not about trying to achieve more again, but rather how to lose and let go. Let me explain. Once you let go of all things that aren't significant, you'll be left with everything that is truly important. I'm living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. This is another episode of the podcast. Live it for. Hey, welcome to the latest episode of the Live It Full podcast. I am Richard. I am your host in the studio today. You know the drill. I'm going to ask you to do something. If you like us, if you've listened to my podcast, if you listen to Caitlin and I talk about things or any of my guests, and you haven't left us left us a five-star review, please go to Apple or Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. Share us with your friends and family. Go like our Facebook page, Live It Full. Find us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all those places. We're pretty easy to find. But we would appreciate it because it does help us keep the message going forward of our lifestyle of live it full. But hey, I want to do a quick podcast today. Um, like normal, our life is a little bit hectic. I say that a lot. Um, we're being more reactive than proactive right now. But we're getting to a point where hopefully that will be... We always say slowing down and it seems to never actually happen. But we have some things going on where maybe our house will be done in the next couple months, sports will slow down for a little bit and we can regroup, recatch, start season two of the Liveville podcast with Caitlin back in the studio a little bit more. But today I wanted to, I was thinking about something the other day and I wanted to share my thoughts with you on it. Um, I don't know why, but I was thinking about a high school chemistry teacher I had. And those of you that grew up um, in my hood, grew up in my hometown who may be listening to this, um, you may know who I'm talking about. I see her a few times a year. She comes by the office and says, hi, you either love her or hate her, but she's a, I think she's a pretty uh, amazing woman in her own right. Um, not often you get a, a teacher who teaches three or four generations of a family. She did. Um, she taught, at least she taught three of us, uh, my mom, myself, and my niece. So just, that's a testament to her longevity. But I will never forget, and this has nothing to do with actual high school chemistry, really, but I'll never forget a conversation we had that you just don't know how things will impact you later in life. You don't know the small things that you do that may be completely interpreted differently or applied 20 years later, 22 years later, because I was like 16 in chemistry class with her, but I will never, I'll never forget this, but I was thinking about it the other day in, in correlation to some of the things we talk about when I was 16, I didn't think about it this way, but so she had this deal. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's a medical issue. I don't know if it was something that happened to her through trauma I never really asked, but she didn't have much feeling in her fingertips. Right. So like she occasionally would grab a hot beaker or a beaker in a hot plate where you were boiling water in it or a solution and pick it up and you'd be like, what, what you can't touch that. That's hot. Like it would burn the, the heck out of me. Well, the thing is it did burn her. She just couldn't feel it. And so I remember talking to her about that one time. And I mean, granted, this was like 20 something years ago. And I, and that's the cool thing about life is sometimes you take lessons that you learned and you can reapply them in a manner you didn't even think about at the time, because that's not where you were in life. But I was sitting there and I was talking to her one day and I was like, so that'd be pretty cool to like not have any, you know, not be able to feel pain, right? Like none of us want to feel pain. We don't want to get burned. We don't want bad things to happen, right? We don't want to pick up a beaker 
and have blisters on our hands. Granted, her hands were pretty tough at that point. They were calloused, which is a whole nother conversation if you listen to David Goggins. But she told me, no, it's actually a problem. And I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean? She was because I can burn myself. I can do damage to my hands, but I don't feel it. But that doesn't mean that the damage isn't there. So she goes, not being able to feel it is actually a huge detriment because I don't know if I'm doing something I shouldn't be because pain, God gave us these nerves. He gave us this ability to sense pain, to feel pain so that we know when something isn't quite right. We know when the stove is on because we touched it and it burned us. We know something's too hot that it will damage the delicate parts of our body, right? And our fingertips have more than a lot of other places on the body because they were so tactile as humans. But so I took that as face value, right? When I was 16, 17 years old, talking to uh, my crazy old chemistry teacher in high school about her not having any sensation in her hands, how that isn't a good thing. Because I thought, well, that's pretty cool. You're kind of like Superman. You can just grab hot stuff off the plate. Fast forward 20 something years and I'm thinking about pain. I'm thinking about how we try to shelter our children from being hurt emotionally, physically. Like we don't want them to go through experiences that are painful. We as adults, as humans, as parents, we don't necessarily want pain. Nobody wants to hurt whether it be a broken heart or physical pain or I didn't get picked first in a game, I got picked last or whatever it is. Like we don't want those things. We don't want to get fired from a job because we didn't do a do do well or not get a promotion or not get a raise. Like things hurt, right? Physically and mentally. And so we shy away from it. We shy away from the pain. We shy away from wanting to go into situations that are painful. And so I was trying to look at this from a different sense because all the times in my life that I can think of that I have grown have been through pain. Yet we try to run away from it. We try to go around it. We try to avoid it at all costs. And so I was looking for biblical understanding on it to try to tie in our faith, family, finance, and fitness aspect to it. Hebrews 12, 11 and 12 say, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful later on. However, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. It's painful to save money, right? Like you you could have used it on something else. We want immediate gratification. The reward comes later. But you know what else is painful? Not saving money. Do you want to have the pains of regret or the pains right now that lead to something better? It's the same thing with our fitness. Yeah, nobody wants to work out. I don't want to go work out. I don't want to run. I don't want, there's things I really hate doing. Because they hurt. Physically, they hurt. And I'm getting to a point where my knees hurt just walking, let alone trying to get on a a treadmill or a a stair climber. But you know what? They're going to hurt more later if I don't. When I start losing muscle mass due to age, 
the more I put on now, the better I'm going to be. The more flexible I am later, the better I'm going to be. The things that I don't like doing now that are painful will make me better later. And so I have to, I'm taking a step back and trying to figure out, am I taking away pain from my children that they need to grow? And I want you to think about that and really think about, are we removing things out of their life that they need to suffer through to ultimately grow? We're forged by the fire. We're not forged in comfort. And I was thinking about that is the, is the opposite of pain pleasure. It's the opposite of pleasure pain. No, it's comfort for both of them. It's that lukewarm in the middle. I'm comfortable. Yeah, pain sucks. But so does not experiencing it because it's not the thing about life. The thing about being in this world is we're going to we're going to have pain. From the day we're born to the day we die, there will be suffering. And don't come at me like I'm woe is me, like everything's bad. We're all screwed. It's, we're going to die. You can choose joy. You can choose pain. You know, the Stoics talked about the obstacle being the way. Ryan Holiday talks about it in a book titled The Obstacle is the Way. We must face the things that challenge us. We will only rise to the amount of pain that we are willing to take. But having children, you run the risk of pain. You run the risk of them being hurt, of them hurting you. Being alive is risky. It is painful. But if you choose discipline and the pain that comes with it now, it will produce a harvest of righteousness and peace by those who have been trained by it. This was something written theoretically in Hebrews, let's say 6,000 years ago, or before you as the scholars get me, maybe four, I don't know, a couple thousand years before Christ. So I'm going to go with at least 4,000 years. Somebody wrote this down on some papyrus, or they had an oral tradition of telling it. People have always been people and have always been undisciplined. And no, I don't want to hurt. No, I don't want my kids to hurt. But it's that problem with participation trophies when kids get a little bit older. Now, when they're really young and they don't even understand things, yeah, let them all win. But when they get to an understanding of who won and lost a game, you got to let them lose sometimes. Because guess what? I lose all the time in life. I try so much that I fail constantly. That's the only way you'll succeed. And if you try to avoid pain, if you try to, to miss out on it, you're never going to love somebody. You're never going to achieve what you're capable of physically, mentally, in your faith life. You'll never have a family. Because all of those things, all of the best things in the world will cause you pain. You have to ask yourself, what are you willing to suffer for? And when you can answer that question, when you can answer, I'm willing to suffer for this, that'll define how far you go in life. What are you willing to suffer for? If you like the podcast, go share us with your friends and family. If you think there's somebody out there that needs to listen to this, that needs to hear this message, send it to them. Listen to that voice in your head when something tells you to do it, send this to them. 
because you may be out there hurting right now and you think that there's no end in sight. I'm telling you right now, we all hurt. We all go through pain. There will be better days, but it never completely goes away. We love you. I hope that you continue to live it full and I hope you catch the next episode of the live it full podcast. listen to this entire episode that means you gained some type of value so make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode of living for living everyday life with a purpose living everyday life with a purpose make sure you embrace every single day and we'll see you next time on the living for podcast